Hello and welcome to the Parish Podcast of St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church in the Woodlands, Texas. We're excited to share with you Sunday at St. Anthony's, a homily message from this past weekend that we hope you'll find enlightening. Thanks for tuning in and praying with us. Well, some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings. Jesus said, All that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. Then they asked him, Teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? He answered, See that you are not, see that you not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen first, but it will not immediately be the end. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place. And awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. Before all this happens, however, they will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons. And they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. The Gospel of the Lord. A week from today, we shall come to the end of this year's liturgical calendar, ESC. And all the readings today point towards the, the end of time. Does that scare us, by the way? Are we frightened by the readings of today? Is the world actually coming to an end? Would our world end at this moment? Can we survive what befall us? Endurance is one of the most difficult challenges or disciplines in life. But final victory comes to the one who endures to the end. Therefore, we have to work hard. We have to endure in order to overcome all the forces of this world. Our first reading today, Malachi, speaks of the day of the Lord. And he paints two pictures or images. The first is the faith 
of the evil doers. And the second is the triumph of the righteous who endures to the end. The reading simply serves as an encouragement to all of us to continue patiently in good works. And Christ encourages us too to persevere in righteousness, to endure difficult moments. Why? Because nothing, nothing in this world shall last forever. Absolutely nothing. Not even those things we consider so precious to us will last forever. The only thing that certainly will last forever is our faith in Christ, our souls. Today, in families, offices, businesses, even churches, the world at large, we face different challenges, difficulties that sometimes question the faith we profess. But if we endure all these, as Christ tells us, we will have enough reasons to smile at the end. This is our consolation. This is our hope. And this is our reward. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. By your perseverance, you will smile on the last day. It is that smile that brought me here today, my dear friends. It is that smile I want the children of Nigeria to have once more through your prayers and generosity. I came because of the Somaskan Fathers. I have to give thanks to the, to the Archbishop, His Eminence, Cardinal Ginando, Bishop Italo, and thank Father Mantio. Your priest here will be so wonderful for giving us this opportunity to share the word of God with you and the mission we do as Somaskan Fathers. My name is Father Osas Onaiwu. I'm the parish administrator of Assumption Parish here in Houston, on Little York. But I belong to the Somaskan order. Somaskan fathers, I don't think many of us know about him. Until recently, when Bishop Italo became a bishop, Italo actually is one of us, he's a Somaskan. Somaskan fathers, we are not too old and we are not too young as an order, is an Italian order. We are close to 500 years in existence. And we work in 27 countries, all the continents. And we are about 500, five to 600 Somascans all over the world. And this order was founded by St. Jerome Eminiani. Jerome is celebrated every February 8th. He was born in Venice in Italy, but he lived and died in Somasca. Now, how come Somascan fathers? Originally, we were called Company of the Servants of the Poor. 
But when St. Jerome died, it was named after the village, Somaska. Somaska, if you're familiar with Italy, you get to Milan, if you're in the north of Italy, Milan, Como, Bergamo, Lepo, then you have Somaska. So that is where we have our mother house. That is what gave the name Somascan Fathers. What was he doing, St. Jerome? St. Jerome principally was taking care of orphans, abandoned children. And that was why in 1928, Pope Pius XI proclaimed him as the universal patron saint of orphans and abandoned youth. You and I know today the definition of orphans are children without parents, supposedly, right? Children lose their mom, their dad. But are those really orphans of today? There are so many children out there who wish they never had a parent for whatever reason. And there are so many parents out there who wished they never had this, those children, so to say. Why? Because of emotionally handicapped nature of those children. They can't take care of them. We have children roaming around the streets for so many reasons. So that is what the Somascans do to take care of those children. We don't call them orphans. We call them our children. We don't run orphanage homes. We run children's village, children's home, where they live with us from the age of three until they are 18. They have no father, they have no mother. Some of them, their parents are in the prison, their moms are drug addicts and so many things. They need father, they need mother. Some masculine fathers are there for them. So in 2010, we began a new mission in Nigeria, in two places. First in Osen in Edo State, and second in Enugu in Nigeria. Enugu is in the eastern part. Edo State is in the southern part of Nigeria. So there we have the children. We welcome them into our institute. We take care of them. In, I was actually in Italy where I lived, worked, before I was transferred to the US. I work with these children. I know how it works out there. The Italian government supports our work. And here we have house here too. And the American government supports our work because the children are for the society. They are our children. And I'm sad to say that is not the system in Nigeria. It doesn't work that way. Even to have an orphanage home, you have to pay tax to the government. Even before it is approved, you have to pay to the government. So how do we take care of the children? They have to go to school. They have to be fed. Some masculine fathers sought for the fund. We have to look for the money to keep them going. We have to look for the money to give them a better life. Secondly, if you have been following international news, it's becoming an old news, I think, of young women being trafficked into Europe for prostitution. How long will this continue? 
Sometimes the Nigerian government wrote, bring them back home. That is fine. How many can you bring? And if you bring them back home, they left home because there is nothing. But if you engage them in something, I don't think they will go out. Even when they go, they want to come back. So our part of our contribution, the Somaskan fathers, we are building a vocational school where these young women can be engaged in vocational studies. Thirdly, a few years ago, we bought a very huge hectares of land to build, to have these schools and a seminary. Very big, and uh, we couldn't fence the company property. But two months ago, or less, we have the children in this house as seminarians and the superior. The superior is an Italian, but a Brenner. In Nigeria, recently, you may have heard of the kidnapping business going on in Nigeria. Okay? Having this kidnap your person and they ask them to pay. We call them the Fulani, the Muslims, so to say, the headsmen. The problem is not that they kidnap and ask for a ransom. Sometimes they ask for this huge ransom and you pay for them to release your person and they still kill him. Before now, it was whoever they find anywhere. But now, they have concentrated on the priests and religious. And unfortunately, one of us happened to be a victim, this Father Brenner. So they came into the compound on the Sunday around 4 p.m. The children and the seminarians were playing soccer in the pitch. And then Father Brenner was busy reading his newspapers. And these bad guys came in and started shooting. Innocently, Father Brenner was like, oh, please don't shoot. No, don't scare the children away. So the seminarians and the kids, they all ran away. Unknown to him, they actually came to get him. So they asked him to follow them. If you have been to Nigeria or you have heard of these stories, who are you? And then they come. They use the word move, you know, move to use their slang. You can't resist it. Because they just they shoot you right there, right away. But how God did it, I do not know. They asked Father to live with them. Let's go move, move. He told them no, as if he knew. They may get away with him and ask us to pay, and you pay the money, and they still kill him. Because the negotiation takes months. They keep telling you how much you will pay. Nobody wants to go through those traumas in the hands of them in the bush. So Father told them, no, I'm not going anywhere. Keep me here. Father, I'm following you. He resisted. So they thought he was joking. He dragged with them, and they beat him up mercilessly. They cut his head with a matchet, and the blood gushed out. They thought he was dead. But thank God he didn't get to the score. So he fell down, and they collected his phones and belongings and ran away. So father managed to crawl, you know, to the front of the house and started calling for help. So they came, and then the seminarians came out and took him to the hospital. 
and thanks to the Italian government who intervened immediately. The ambassador sent, you know, people, his delegates, and then they flew him to Italy for treatment. That is not to say they have ended their, their business. Nobody knows if they will come back. So what do we do? That calls for urgent need to fence the property, at least to have a first-hand security over the kids, over the seminarian, and the priests. So we intend to fence that property, and that is why I've come, to ask for your generosity. I know you were not prepared for this today, but do not worry. You have the whole of the week, the whole week, to make your contribution. Leave it at the office, the parish office, for the Matthew, for the Dave, or just stop by and leave it with them. It will get to us. The second collection today is for this mission. Whatever you are able to gather, to give, for this noble mission, goes to the chancellor, to the bishop here in Houston, who will collect them and send them directly to the superior in Nigeria. These children relied on your prayers. They relied on your support. I assure you, they pray for all their priests and religious, and they pray for their benefactors and benefactresses. They know people take care of them. They know people are helping them. And I assure you, not even a dollar you donate so this mission will be a waste. No. Be rest assured, they will be used very well and with good intentions. You can also participate in this mission. It's not all about money. You can also pray. Anytime you see a child or children outside roaming around, pray for them. Pray for them through the intercession of St. Jerome Emeniani. Pray for them and pray for all the orphans of the whole world. It is not easy to walk with children. Please, at least once in a week, pray for the Somaskan priests working in Nigeria. I know what it takes. Our brothers are suffering, but they are doing the work smiling. They need your prayers. Let your generosity count today. Be Jesus to these people. Let us be the gospel to them. God has blessed you abundantly. Just share a little from the abundance God has showered on you. And may God bless you and keep you and recompense, I mean, reward you for whatever you do for the least of these children of God. May God bless you all.